Now, Jared, before we start this episode, can you just tell me that the microphone is actually plugged in? Yes, I can confirm that the microphone is plugged in. I've confirmed it as well. Now, that last episode, I put a note when I published the episode stating that due to a microphone snafu, which I believed had something to do with too much man damage, <laughs> last episode, that the sound wasn't real good. We like to be open and honest here yeah. <laughs> on the Thrillby podcast. And I'm going to get up front and say that we actually failed to plug the mic in. Did we or did you? <laughs> you're, you're I'm going to be honest too. <laughs> you're laying you the, the blame at my feet. I'm laying the blame at your feet. But mate. I would have to say that you didn't really take any notice of it either. So I think we were both. So I'm 50% to blame and not putting it in there. Well, you're cashing the check as technical, buddy. Technical <laughs> advisor. You so, probably need a new technical advisor. Yeah, okay. Okay. Brain this, damage, I think. <laughs> this episode, Tremors. Mm. 1991, bit of Kevin Bacon. Yep. I believe we're also going to do a, a, a Stolympic style pound of bacon. Yeah, or a I think it's, of yeah, bacon. The, the pound of bacon, is it? <laughs> and guess what, Jared? I've got the results currently. Who's on top? After oh, our two yeah. other Stolympics. So you took our, somebody actually took notice and yes, did a bit of legwork. I've, I've done a bit of research. Okay. I mean, I can't plug the fucking mic in. <laughs> <laughs> I can go back and trudge through the podcast That's to work right. out who's got the most gold, silver and bronze. That's all right. If you bring the notes from here on in, I'll plug the microphone in. <laughs> okay. We're on, you've taken over the mantle of tech. Yeah, yeah. Tech man. Yep. But before we get started, let's go into what we've been watching this past week. Jared? Uh, yes. Pretty, pretty small crop again. Mm-hmm. Um, I got started on Daredevil. Season two? Uh, season two. Yeah. Really liking it. I really like that show. Um, two episodes in, and so far there's uh, they've only just started sort of dropping into the Punisher storyline. Okay. So it hasn't progressed too far yet, but I'm enjoying what I've seen so far. Okay, good. Um, and I ducked out to the cinemas with the kids and caught Zootopia. Any but, good? Uh, yeah, look, I didn't mind it. Uh, but again, for the kids, it's, it's fairly bloody heavy on the subtext. I think there's subtext about... Whether you read into it races and religions and right. things like that, no, I'm just. Uh, is that yeah, too? Still, is it sort of? Are these things going too far into things that the kids just wouldn't get? Uh, I think this one, perhaps. I um, mean, Good Dinosaur. You talked about characters that look like drug addicts, and <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. That overall wasn't as wasn't didn't suffer the same problems. I thought it just had a couple of bits that were a bit creepy and. Mm. Would, would scare the kids a little bit, but yeah, this one it was more uh, the subtext. There was some, like, one of my kids was getting a little bit scared, but I think that was more because it was, perhaps he was slightly young for the age group it's aimed at, mm. um, and there was, you know, animals that go a bit wild and start growling and chasing other animals and stuff, so he got a bit freaked out by that. Sure. But uh, yeah, the, the subtext behind it all was, was fairly heavy. Okay. So, yeah, I'm still processing it. <laughs> okay, I did okay. enjoy it. I did Fair like enough. it, but I thought I'm more thinking about the kids watching it, you know. Fair enough. Is that, that everything or anything else? That's all I've seen so uh-huh. far. I went pretty much to TV 
this this week. I watched. I'm glad to hear you've dropped the docos a little bit. Yes, I have. I, look, I'm I'm feeling I'm in a better place. <laughs> I feel I'm in a slightly better place. I this actually week. noticed when you walked in. I thought, is he smiling? It was a ray of sunshine. It didn't look like a fucking sad sack. I went with Dead Rising Watchtower uh, on Netflix, which is from Crackle, I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not bad. It's got a couple of good set pieces. It's typical zombie fare. It uses a lot of the parts that were in the game, using whatever, two two weapons and turning them into a super weapon and zombrex, the mm-hmm. stuff you've got to find. Yep. But overall, eh, pretty average. You know the character from the first one? Frank West or whatever. Yep. Yep. He doesn't actually. He appears, but not. He's not the main character. Okay. He, that's Rob Briggle, I think, who's playing Frank West in the studio. He gets a couple of giggles. I get a couple of laughs out of his stuff. Yeah. Overall, I found it a little bit sort of ho hum. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't rush out and grab it if I, I were. I really liking that game. It had its problems, <laughs> but the game was really cool. How you had the sort of the side missions to save people, and then you had those over the top people that had lost their minds. Yeah. And- the second one was excellent. Because yeah. it was set in that kind of shopping mall slash casino, and it was on the more powerful console, I think. So yeah. they had thousands of zombies in the screen at the one time, and yep. so yeah, I did like the games. I must admit, I watched the first episode of Ash versus Evil Dead. Loved it. Mm. Like perfect way to bring the series back. Yep. it's not really movie worthy. I don't think another Evil Dead movie is probably out of out of the range. But the series, never. never. I think the series is a better way to do it, especially yeah, considering they're doing half-hour episodes rather than hour. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, the first episode is a forty-minute. It's a sort of a double, but after that, I think they're only half hour. The way he brings back the dead is just piss funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> just pure classic stuff. And Bruce Campbell, just the way his mannerisms and the way he sort of reacts to things, it's yeah. just, it always gets a laugh out of me, even yeah. though it's probably not even meant to be funny in parts, but I really did enjoy it. I thought it was a really, really good um, start to the series, so it'll be interesting to see how it travels along. I watched episodes two and three of the first season of Daredevil uh, with, uh, we've just, I believe, just met Fisk, the, the main bad guy I assume and the Russians are involved and uh, for the most part to me it's what I like about it is it's it's quite gritty and I like the fact that he gets the shit kicked out and there's one episode where they find him in a dumpster and he's he's just been beaten half to death and I like that that fact it's it's got it's more grounded in a little bit of reality yeah and I think the acting's solid. I like the sort of the darker sort of aesthetic to it. And I do like the fact that they haven't gone down the road of CGI or anything like that to try and explain how his hearing and his his smell and everything, his other senses have been heightened. Yeah. They just sort of do it in a proper way for hearing. It's, you know, the sound gets louder and louder. Yeah. And then he mentions that he can smell things. And they do it pretty sparingly. Mm. Like you see it a couple of times and then you just you just know. Yeah. So you don't have to see it. You see him sort of tilt his head or something, and you're like, oh, he's... Yeah, he, he's picked yeah, something he's up. Aware, yeah, um, There's a fight scene in the second episode in the uh, hallway that yeah. basically is no cuts. It's just yeah. the camera's doing like a circle, yep. slow circle, 
uh, as he punches on with about 20 guys, and they keep getting up. That's what I love. Nobody just gets punched in the face and goes down. Yeah. They keep sort of shaking it off and getting up. So here he is flogging someone else. And he's, and yeah. Dragging and his ass up the whole way. It was a really, really good fight scene and really, really well choreographed. It's got a real movie quality. Yeah. Which for TV is great. It shows that they're using their money in the right spots and really working hard to make it as best they can. So you think more money to Marvel TV shows, less money to Ridiculous Six? Um, yes, <laughs> yes. More money towards quality television than anything that involves Sadler. Just something you mentioned there too. I was just, when you mentioned it, I just thought, I wonder how many episodes we've said something like that. The Russians are involved. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably quite a few movies yeah. and shows that we've watched yeah. where the Russians are involved. True, there's plenty of Russians Rocky around. Ford, the Russians. <laughs> Russians are just, according to <laughs> movies and TV, just villains all around. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really, I'm really big on um, Daredevil, and I'll probably try and crank out two or three episodes a week if I can to try and knock over that first season and get to the second one. Mm. The last thing I watched was the first episode of The People vs. O.J. Simpson. The American Crime it. Story. I meant to tape it and forgot. Um, technical advisor. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you've taken over a technical advisor position here at Thrillby Studios. Yeah, but that was just a technical <laughs> issue with my brain again rather than any equipment. Jesus <laughs> just Christ. Really, really interesting. And pretty. I felt pretty well done. First episode. Although, what's happened to John Travolta's face? Oh, I don't know. His dimples <laughs> gone all caved in. I think Scientology's replaced <laughs> him with a sort of robot or something like that. I mean, the guy can still act. He still delivers a solid performance. What about Cuba? Cuba's great. Back on top. Yeah, Cuba's really, and really good. It only took him 20, 20 plus years yeah. to be back on top. <laughs> he's really apparently, he's making use of it. He's out in the clubs and oh, is he? stripping his gear off oh, and all sorts of business. Come on, Cuba. Get it. Put it away. Uh, more power to you. Yeah. You've been waiting 20 years to strip it off again. <laughs> yeah. Schwimmer, he's actually really good too. Um, he's he's actually Robert Kardashian. Mm. But really good start. Um, I've got the second episode I taped, um, so I'm ready to watch that. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be really interesting because it's going to cover a lot of ground. Given that you've been booted from the technical advisor role. I've I'm got more time. I'm assuming you have taped it on VCR. Yeah, yeah I have. <laughs> What's this DVD? The, I can't work that shit out. What, yeah. are you telling me I, I don't I'm need... I'm going to top load it too. <laughs> what, are you telling me I don't need to put something in the device to tape? <laughs> uh, you know what my dad did the other day? I put a Blu-ray in a DVD machine <laughs> and wondered why it didn't work. <laughs> that's, that's everything I've got for this week. Uh, one thing I did want to mention, sort of on the radar, there was a trailer that came out yesterday, or the day before, called The Shallows. Um, it's another one of those survival, single-person survival-type ones. Mm. It stars Blake Lively, and it's about a surfer, I think, who gets trapped on a small rocky outcropping about 200 metres from the beach. She's obviously injured. The tide's getting higher. And, of course, there's also a big shark circling the, the crop. Yeah. The trailer looks pretty good, so... I might drop that on our Facebook as well to check it out. It oh. actually looked pretty good, and I'm kind of interested to see where it goes. All right. Shark Week, perhaps. Shark Week. Back into Shark Week. <laughs> Surely it's better than Avalanche Shark. Just that minute of trailer footage. <laughs> <laughs> looked far more polished <laughs> than Avalanche Sharks and Bigfoot mm. put together. All right. It was right. a low period. That was a low period. Look, let's never talk about that period again, okay? Until a couple of weeks' time. 
Let's let's not talk about that until about two to three weeks time when we roll it out another having another fizzy contest to see who can get the worst movie. Okay. Alright. We'll take our first break. Here's the trailer for 1990s Tremors. Welcome to Perfection Nevada, land of opportunity. You know how close I am to leaving this place right now? How close? Where a man can make a clean living. See, we plan ahead. That way we don't do anything right now. Earl, explain it to me. Hey, Bendy, what's the count? 640. In perfection, they say there's nothing new under the sun, but under the ground. But where do they come from? I vote for outer space. No way, these are local boys. How could they bury a whole station wagon? This valley is just one long smorgasbord. We can make it! how they get you. They're under the ground. Damn prairie dog burl. We arm ourselves. We set perimeters. We stand guard. Kevin Bacon. We could get in People magazine. Fred Ward. People. National Geographic. Tremors. We decided to leave this place just one damn day too late. Tremors, directed by Ron Underwood, who did Mighty Joe Young, produced and written by S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock, who also wrote Short Circuit and Wild Wild West. Stars Kevin Bacon from Footloose and Hollow Man as Val, Fred Ward from Naked Gun 33 and a Third as Earl, Finn Carter, who had heaps of TV credits as Rhonda, and Michael Gross, obviously the father from Family Ties, as Bert, made for a Fairly minuscule 11 million, made about 48 million worldwide. And although it wasn't a big hit on at the cinemas, it actually became a fairly massive hit on home video and probably tripled the amount it made. So, yeah. Yeah, I think out of that 40, I think about 32 of it was home video. Yeah, there's a lot lot of money made on home video. So it became a fairly decent success. Just quietly, too, I think it was Ron Underwood that I was having a look at yesterday. Seems to have about six Christmas movies on his resume. Bike just loves the festive season. Must apparently. love it. Well, he's not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a, a Christmas movie set in a small town with a talking dog and you fucking got me. <laughs> I'm locked in. <laughs> All right. Basically, quick synopsis, the town of perfection, which is a tiny little town of about 15 people set in the middle of the desert, is now being inundated with these underground monsters that are dragging people into the ground and killing them. And it's left to Val and Earl, two sort of dodgy handymen, to sort of save the day. Jared, your thoughts, Tremors? I'm going to bump this one up to a four. Four? Probably shouldn't be. Probably should be about three and a half, but I love it. It's, <laughs> it's a four out of five for me. Ward and Bacon are just perfect with each other. They, they work really well. A lot of chemistry between the pair of them. Um, it's just a fun... Fun little monster movie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm very similar. I, I was sort of hovering at a four, but I dropped down to three and a half. Uh, I feel it, it, it is great fun, and I really, really enjoy it, and I can watch it any time. Uh, there's, there's, there's a part of the movie that I don't like that I'll get into that kind of doesn't undo it but just sort of drops it down that cog from great to sort of good, but a really, really enjoyable monster flick. And I love the B-movie sort of effects and everything that they add to it. And it's it's really, really good fun. You're right about chemistry too. I think those those two are absolutely fantastic together as the heroes of the piece. Likes, mate. Let's get started. Bacon. Immediately gets a laugh, <laughs> scratch at his ass, and two seconds into the movie. As you said, and touched, you touched on it at the start when we were talking um, about what we thought of it, that chemistry is probably its biggest strength. Yeah. The chemistry between those two is just... It, they feel like old friends who bicker and fight and have all these little weird sort of things going on, like the rock, paper, scissors and all that, and who's getting breakfast this morning. Yeah. It feels real natural. Yep. And it's another one where you don't really... There's not really a, really a lead between the two of them. No. They sort of work together. They share a, that screen they time. Share that, yeah, they share the role as the lead, basically. Yeah, and, and, and it, it really, really works. They really look like they've spent... Uh, they seem like good old friends who have been around forever. So I think that's a really, really good point for it. I'm, I'm a big fan of some of the lines in the early going. Um, yeah. It kind of showcases that they're a little bit sort of, not thick, but a little bit not quite cracking out the big brains. Yeah. <laughs> when they roll up on her, the, the, the female um, scientist, she has, oh, I'm, I'm digging, I'm doing some things with the earth, and Fred Ward goes, oh, Geology, a geography. Yeah. Bacon goes, geology. <laughs> she has, yeah, actually, seismology. <laughs> uh, and there's a couple of other great lines between the two of them that really work. Yeah. And also some stuff later on with other members of the cast. Mm. I actually think she's a bit of a like too because she's, uh, she's not just a throwaway kind of love interest. There's there's part of it there that doesn't feel right that it that you know she is the love interest, but as a character she's crucial to, to what they're doing because she's the one with all the knowledge and those two yeah. guys those <laughs> rock, rock paper scissors yeah. and she's saying hey this is, this is what we need to do here you know? uh, and that sequence um, summed up by that sequence where he goes what do you think they're trying to do and she goes. Why do you keep asking me? Because <laughs> they're just sitting there. They've got no fucking idea what they're doing. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think as a character, she was a good character. Like, it was an interesting character. I just, my dislike comes into the romance side of it. Mm. And I'll get to that later. Uh, it's the one big dislike I had. I also love the line of um, they're doing the garbage pickup and Bacon sort of, yeah, you know, rips and picks up a bag and shit goes everywhere. And they go sit down and he goes, "Yeah, Jesus, uh, we've really got to set our sights a little bit higher." Then it cuts to them doing sewage work <laughs> and getting covered in shit. <laughs> I just love that sort of yeah, that, that those little sort of witty sort of lines that sort of come into it. Yeah, it's it's really nicely written. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, I was a big fan of the back and forth. It was constantly. The whole movie, when they're sort of talking to each other, it's not really sort of laugh out loud, knee slapping, but you're just constantly kind of grinning the whole yeah. movie at the, the shit that they're pulling out and the back and forth between them. And if you don't get the two, act, two actors who convey that, the movie's 
much less effective. Yeah. If you've got just the chemistry's not there or one actor's perhaps hamming and the other one's not and you just end up with a real shit fight and that this is the the great thing about this movie is that they do get along they seem to get along really well and it, and it can they convey it really well. Hmm. I think the location is fantastic for a monster movie. Lack of water, so that probably took a point off for you. Yeah, look, there was mountains <laughs> and there was no snow and or lakes. Yeah, the location was perfect. I just love the fact that it's a tiny little town surrounded by the desert, so really yeah. you're trapped. Yeah, Even though yeah. you're making out like, yeah, we can just drive out. The cliff's on one side, the mountain's on the other, so yeah. it's kind of plausible that there is only one road in the town. Yeah. But it works too because... The whole sort of, you know, the rocky the rocky areas, the, the sort of blocks of boulders together and things like that, it sort of turns it into a shark movie on land yes. in a way because there's only these small little patches that they can sort of, they can seek cover on. Hmm. Um, but it works. I mean, it's it's the perfect setting for that sort of movie. If you've got, if you're turning the ground into this place that they can't go anymore, then these little rocky sort of crops and... yeah. It's, it works perfectly. Yeah, you know it reminded me of that old Amiga game. It came from the desert. Oh, Do you yeah. you remember that? Yeah, with the giant ants. Yeah, the giant ants, and it was set in a similar sort of place. Yeah. And I always liked that game because of that sort of thing as well, and it was kind of, that game was set against, you know, the old B-Monster movies of the 50s and everything as well. Was it came from the desert, or was it it came from outer space? No, I think it was called It Came From The Desert, the one I had. Hmm. That giant so ants. I know the one, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. It, it reminded me a lot of that, and I think the location was a definite um, positive. And it cuts everyone off. And the fact that it's a tiny little town, like it's not a town of 2,000. Yeah. It's a town of 20, you know. So you really are talking about a very minute number of people, and they're basically just sort of nestled away in the middle of nowhere. Yep. So I really like that. The fact that it, they slowly build to the reveal of the monster, they don't just shove the monster down your throat, um, Bigfoot style. <laughs> in one minute in and suddenly you got something that's great. <laughs> they start with the, the ground moving. They then go to people getting pulled under but not seeing what it is. Yeah. Then you get the little slug. Mm-hmm. And then you finally get the big reveal. But you yeah. don't get it fully until it hits that concrete wall. No. And you get, there's a lot of techniques that they use too when the, the monster's not even there, but it's playing it like it is. Like there's movies where, the, oh, movies, sorry, scenes where the tension's really high and people are being chased and, and that sort of thing, but all they're using is the point of view shot running along the ground or a fence sort of knocking over yeah. pillar by pillar and or post by post. And, and um, uh, there was another one where they sort of, I mean, they've got the bits where the, the sort of dirt just goes. Yeah. All these little techniques like that that they use to to give you the monster sparingly. Yeah. It's it's quite effective. Yeah, it's the old classic sort of out of the Jaws book Yeah, of keeping it yeah. out of sight for as long as possible. And that's part of what sort of made it like, as I said, it felt like a shark movie on land yeah. pretty much. Speaking of Except Jaws. for it wasn't avalanche sharks. No, 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 of course, yeah. Thank Christ for that. <laughs> Speaking of Jaws, there's a couple of scenes that kind of reminded me that I wouldn't be surprised if they were homages to Jaws. The scene where they're on the rock, they're trapped on the boulder, and he tells Bacon to go down and check and see if it's still there. 
with mm. a stick and he's mumbling to himself about, oh, yeah, 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 why do I have to do all this sort of shit? And he's, he's tapping it against the ground and suddenly it just goes, <laughs> comes up, yeah. you know, and he leaps back very much like Brody doing the chumming yep. in, the, in the original Jaws. And also when um, Chang gets killed, when it comes up through the ground, it grabs him and then it kind of hooks him and then sort of back and moves forward. him back and forth, back and forth like that. Yep. Reminded me a bit of Quint, mm-hmm. Quint's death. So I think that that was cool too, sort of taking those little, I'm assuming they were probably homages towards towards Jaws. Yeah. And I like that. I like the way they sort of slipped those in. Yeah. Really I nice. I really enjoyed a lot of stuff that went on at the, at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the scenes where they had... Um, you know, they had to climb up onto the racks so they didn't get knocked, uh, they didn't get sort of taken by the graboids mm. and stuff like that. Um, I also, one of my favourite scenes in the whole movie there was just a bit of, it was like 10 or 15 seconds of, of classic show and don't tell. It was where Ward is, uh, sort of gives you all the indication that you need that these two, Bacon and the, and the girl are falling for each other. Mm. There's not a word said. Oh, where well, she's just, doing his leg? Yeah, her way, leg. Yeah, yeah, he's doing her leg. And Ward's there going. Yeah, yeah. She looks at Ward <laughs> and he kind of gives her a bit of the eyebrows and then she looks away kind of sheepishly and then Bacon looks at Ward and he's got a smoke in the mouth and he's like, <laughs> yeah. And you just get from, from that 15, 20 seconds, you just get everything you need to know yeah. and then we're moving on. You know, yeah. like we're not holding holding things up. I really, yeah, I, I, I must admit I really did like the grocery, when they're stuck in the grocery area, yeah. and it's about 20 minutes worth, I think, yep. and it's got some of the best set pieces in the movie. Um, the stuff where Bacon has to make a run for it and all that, that's great. Yep. Yep. It really, really works well. The tension's there. The, it's, it's really, really well done. I like Chang, the store yeah. owner. Yeah. He's always randomly covered up with lies, like out of nowhere. Like Bacon comes in, picks up the phone, he goes, Oh, your phone doesn't work, Walter. I didn't do it. <laughs> you hear in the background. It's like, and then he comes over when they're getting on the horses yeah. to make the rider. Here's some Swiss cheese and some bullets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, Walter. <laughs> yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah, he's I always... like, I thought the cast as a whole were great. They were all, um, other than Bacon, there's not really a name in there. No. There's a few faces that you know. Yeah. But they're all pretty successful. Like Michael Gross is great because he's playing completely against type of, yeah. of what you what Remember you knew him, him as. From, yeah. Um, but it, and he's also got these funny quirks. Well, like it appears that he doesn't like to swear. Yet he's a fucking gun-toting maniac. <laughs> <laughs> and Reba McIntyre goes along really well with yeah, him. She yeah. doesn't get a whole lot to do, but yeah. she just sort of echoes everything he does. And yeah, yeah, I think the whole cast was was really good. Yeah, and and. The only one I didn't sort of warm to was the, I don't know what his name was, but he had the moustache and he, he sends the little... Miguel? Miguel. I didn't really warm to, possibly because he's not really in it much. He yeah. kind of swings in for a line or two and then disappears. Yeah, he could. he's sort of peripheral to the... To yeah, the like quite peripheral. And, uh, yeah, he doesn't even die. I don't think he dies. No, no. So he's kind of like left hanging... Yep. At least you knew who Nestor and all those guys were because yeah. they ended up getting killed, you know. Yeah, it probably would have been. I mean, I would have preferred myself if Chang had a stayed on because almost everyone, like the amount of people that survive, you really could have just knocked over the people that didn't didn't have a lot to do. And yeah. as much as I, I didn't dislike Miguel, but I thought Chang was, like you said, highly entertaining. But in a way, 
him getting knocked over again. It's just a because you knew him a little better too, yeah, so you're supposed yeah. to be a little more invested in his yeah, death. Exactly. Um, I do love. I'll give you boys five dollars for this. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> okay, ten. <laughs> Chang don't get his slick mitts on this thing for 15 bucks. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah, uh, Chang was Chang was. I did like him. Chang. I did. And you kind of feel when he, a little bit for it when he dies. I mean, admittedly, this movie's not exactly deep in terms of getting emotional reaction from you. But you kind of like Chang, so you're kind of a little disappointed when he does get killed. Yeah, exactly. I actually... Uh, I really like the couple of the things they used. And we've mentioned it in... A few of the the previous episodes, not that long ago, the whole uh, like Yubo mentioned about the whole Chekhov's gun thing about how you don't put anything on screen unless it's going to be useful and mm. um, the pogo stick and the basketball. Yeah. Initially, before you actually knew what was going on, they were just these little quirks. Oh yeah, you know, small town. The girls just got nothing to do, <coughs> so she's on a pogo stick. But then they were used. But then they were used, and it wasn't in such a way that you just looked at it immediately and said. That's going to be important later on. Yeah. You just kind of saw it and you knew, oh, yeah, what's, what's sort of what's going on here. But then when you do find out it's important, you're too tied up in the fact that these three people are caught on a rock and how are they going to get off it yeah. to think about it immediately. Yeah. And they've got it off screen for half an hour before the pogo stick comes back in to yeah. really sort of screw things up in yeah, yeah, one of right. the seeds. And I thought they did that really well. I thought they, they just gave you enough and then brought it back around and didn't really sort of telegraph it enough so you'd just be like, oh, that was totally obvious. Yeah, I really did like that. Yeah, and it took, because you took Val and Earl and Rhonda away for a while, you you, you, you then built up the fact that we don't, we're not going to remember that. Yeah, you sort of forgot. We're not going to, yeah, we're not going to be sitting there going, so when's the pogo stick going to come back into play? Yeah, exactly. So that was a really, really smooth move from the filmmakers. Uh, Bacon's hair. Just. <laughs> just yeah, we were product of the nineties, Jared. And looking at it, it looks like a bob, bob cut. Would that be a fair uh, assessment? I don't know why you want to. He was Rachel from Friends before Friends was even invented. <laughs> I don't know why you want to get. I on don't bacon. want to get he on looks, bacon. I look, love bacon. As I said, he looked like he looked like how any sort of rural red-blooded American. <laughs> <laughs> Full set of teeth. Full set of teeth. <laughs> and hair by step. Hair by Stephane. <laughs> and even sort of looked somewhat semi catwalk model on occasion <laughs> with his perfectly tailored jeans. <laughs> no, no, let me ask you this, Jared. Does bacon sizzle? Bacon sizzle. Of course he does. <laughs> we mentioned in Friday the 13th podcast that I felt the bacon didn't sizzle back then. No, yeah, but well, look, the the. the the pan was warm by 1990. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the crackle was, was going, the, the, spat was, the fat was spitting off the, off the hot so plate. So what you're trying to tell me is he was in full, he was in full sizzle by this, this time. Bacon, <laughs> this is peak bacon, mate. This is crispy bacon. <laughs> um, I actually, I was disappointed that um, when uh, he was fixing up her leg that they didn't just slip in a shot of him in blue speedos with a... <laughs> cracking a fat. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He'll never live that down. <laughs> Similar to his penis in front of him, <laughs> which he was unable to get down as well. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> I feel Bacon does sizzle in this. He's charming. He's, 
you know, he's charismatic, he's cool, yeah. you know, and that's what the role required. And I think he, he does a really, really good job, and he does, he works really well with Fred Ward. Yeah. I like the look of the monsters, the yeah. throwback, the, the – and look, it's all CG. It's non-CGI. It's all practical. It's yeah. all puppets. Yep. And it works. I thought they looked great. And again, they just they just use these techniques to perfection to, to keep them off screen and and not have it cheapen it. Yeah. Not have it just look like they were trying to keep it off screen because they put enough of it in there that you could see, well, shit, it looks great. So yeah. they should be confident in using it, but they just mixed in a few of those other ones to keep it to a minimum. Yeah, exactly. They didn't need to overdo it. And I think, as I said, monster movies of the 50s, and the like. That's how it, lo- how it looked. Yeah. And it was a, it was a very, very solid throwback. And I yeah. think the special effects people have done a great job. I think you'd find there's probably a fair bit of miniatures, some miniature work in there. There's some, you know, there's a, I think there's a couple of little matte painting type things or rear projection type of bits in um, Bert's uh, basement. Yeah, I think there was one. In particular, a couple of them don't work. They, yeah. they're, they're the one thing that let the, lets it down, special effects wise. Yeah, but it's very, very few. Very minimal. Yeah, very minimal. So it's a really, really good effort on that front. Again, no, back to back to the great lines. You know, the uh, they go, "We need a decoy," and he turns around and goes, "Hey, Melvin, you want to earn some dollars?" <laughs> He's like, "Fuck him, fuck you." <laughs> and also, when they give Melvin his gun, yeah, and he runs right across. Right. It's got no bullets. Got you moving, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think the lines all the way through, the dialogue's just snappy. Yeah, it's snappy, it's solid, it, it, it works. And as you said, it's not barely laugh stuff, but it's but you get a smile. It's and constant. You, yeah, constantly, constantly sort laughing. of happy. And I think yeah. that's part of this movie. It's a real fun experience. Yeah. And you never kind of get tired of, oh, geez, we're getting bogged down here, this is getting boring. They, they know how to mix it up nicely to keep you in, interested and entertained. Mm. I really love that scene on the rocks with the pole vaulting. Yep. I think that's a really, really good scene. Yeah, that is great. And uh, Ward, especially when he starts, oh, yeah, that, yeah this looks good, races yeah, down, he gets a thing, uh, and, cuts <laughs> it, and then Bacon does it, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really – and also when they finally get to the truck and she dives through the window and puts the accelerator down, they get away and they cut to Bacon and Ward going, yeah. And high five at each other, and her legs are just hanging out. She's like, "Somebody help me!" Uh, also, I think that finale is is you know explosive and exciting, and they do all the right things to end on high. Yeah, and it, it's you know the tension's still there doesn't with him standing the wrong. Yeah, it doesn't um, again. You knew the cliffs. You knew there was cliffs, but you'd forgotten about them. Yeah, basically. They don't shove it down your throat. Yeah, so you don't know what he's doing until he actually gets it, and then you see the cliff, and it becomes pretty obvious, but that's only a few seconds before it actually happens. Well, they use, uh, if you look closely at it, when they're driving out on the the tractor, they they, they see um, them digging over there. Yeah. Now, what's going on over there? I don't care as long as they're doing it over there. And the next shot is a long shot showing you the cliffs and the rocks where they're going to end up. And they're close by it. Yeah. And so, prior to that, I think all you really heard was when um, when Bert says, you know, mountains on one side, cliffs on the other, hmm. one way in. Yeah, so know. they don't ever sort of hit you over the head they don't repeatedly. Yeah. They don't have a picture of people standing out, looking over the cliffs and yeah. sort of, I mean, oh, gee, the, I love the scenery. The something. movie starts on the cliffs. It starts on That's the cliffs. That's the great yeah, thing. Yeah, it exactly. starts where it ends. Yeah, but he's... 
Pissing, pissing over, over the <laughs> I also love the line when um, they're driving away from the from Bert's house and he's he's looking back and he's going, purify air purifier, water filtration. <laughs> he's talking about all these things the house has got. There he just goes underground, goddamn monsters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any other likes from you, mate? Uh, I think it's that's pretty well covered. Yeah, yeah, lot to like there. Yeah, really, really enjoyed that. Dislikes. Dislikes. Fairly minimal for me. Minimal, but there's a couple of. You know, we spoke before, off the air before we started, and I think there's probably we've both got a dislike that kind of slightly brings it down. Um, you mentioned fodder. Yeah, well, I was going to say, considering there's 14 people in the town or whatever. <laughs> They managed to find a good five to six people to just yeah. throw to the wall. Well, we found we find Edgar up in the thing. Up in the yeah, you find uh, old Fred just turned out to be a head after it yeah. pulls him under. You got the doctor and his wife. The two guys on the road. The two guys on the road who's to at least they've dragged him in from out of town yeah. to do some road work. Yeah. <laughs> Even a few of the people that you meet in the town are just fodder. I mean, it's sort of. It's played off against the fact that a few of those people, like Miguel, make it through. So yeah. you don't really know who's going to make it through. But then, what's his name? Nesta. He's he may as well not even be there. He's just to be killed. Yeah. The other guy. I think there was one other one, wasn't there? No, no that might have been it. No, Nesta. Nesta and yeah. and I, th- I always thought um, Melvin would get killed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's slightly hard to cop. Yes. He's a bit of a knob. My dislike in relation to him was. Who whose kid is he? <laughs> he seems to live in the town by himself, and he's, he's about to be fucking to... fourteen or something, <laughs> isn't he? He didn't seem to have uh, didn't seem to have any emotional connection to anybody that got killed. And you don't just turn up in perfection, and then just decide to stay a few nights. It didn't yeah. seem to be a hotel anywhere. Exactly. But then, you know, as I said to you, if he was my kid, I probably would have fucking left him there too because he's a pain in the ass. Mate, I would have hung that motherfucker out to dry. <laughs> so I could, if I want to live, he's going to die for Yeah, it. maybe his parents discovered the worms and then just said, Melvin, can you just nick off to the store? And as he was running to the store, they drove off and got out of town. Possibly, because he was a world-class knob, I must admit. My dislike was more about the female lead. Yeah? I think the character's a good character. I think the actress is a little bland for my liking. She she barely registers against Bacon and Ward. Like, whenever Bacon and Ward are together, um, most of the actors tend not to register, but the thing is a lot of them have these little quirks, you know, like your Changs and stuff and your Burt's, so they do register. Whereas Mm. she seems a bit sort of vanilla, and the romance angle never really worked for me. Yeah, no, it just sort of, it was just there. It feels superfluous. It felt like it was, it had to be. Because yeah. Bacon's hot right now. He's young and he's hot. Yeah, and, you know, you've got a woman in the movie, so of course she'd find Bacon attractive. Well, you've got 14 well, people that's in true. town. That's, 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 there's probably sound logic behind that. But, yeah, you're right. It's... Well, when he's sizzling like he was, you can understand. But let's be honest here. You've got 14 people in perfection. Bacon's the only one in a certain age bracket, yeah. and he looks like, you know, he just stepped out of GQ. <laughs> Surely he's going to he's gonna land the ladies. He's going to register. Yeah, he's going to register. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really think about it so much as that. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. Land, it doesn't bring things to ground. I think you are right. I think she probably, 
she probably does get lost a little bit in yeah. that in their back and forth. Yeah. Um, there's scenes where it really does work. Yeah, it does. Like where they're, they're arguing and she's actually yeah, getting, getting the action done. Getting yeah. things done. But you're right. When it start, when she's sort of in court in the back and forth, it's sometimes it, gets lost. The part of the problem is this, to me, felt like a buddy movie and not a, it did not require... I, especially in a town of 14 people, you're thinking, well, why would we need to have a, a relationship? Yeah, if the you relationship were that keen on the ladies, Bacon, you would have already been in Bixby. To Bixby. Yeah. There's, there's nobody well, in Well, let's the face it. There's probably a cut scene with Val visiting prostitutes in Bixby. <laughs> <laughs> but what I mean is the relationship, the key relationship is Val and Earl. That's yeah. as simple as that. And it just seemed like an unnecessary extra. In saying that, it does not hurt the movie greatly. It just this that's where it comes down for me from top of the table, like real great, to just good. It's a good, good solid film. Mm. My only other dislike was some of the as I said, that the I think it's rear projection shots of the the slugs in Bert's uh, basement. They do. They they stick out. They yeah. suddenly stick out. It's like, yeah. oh shit, that looks terrible. There was one in particular where it just looked like he did. Is like, it the one from front like on was in Bert's standing to the side? Yeah, going yeah, like, yeah. yeah that, and he kind of walks terrible. in sideways. Yeah, it's terrible, yeah. and it it's just it just takes you slightly out of that sequence. But for the most part, the special effects are very good. Any other dislikes from you? No, no. I couldn't go more than two. All right. Covered tremors. Yes. Yeah. Solid film from the 19, early 90s. Let's take another break and then come back with the Kevin Bacon Olympics, or as it's going to be known, a pound of bacon. Mm. We'll be right back. You want me on this one, you damned old booze hound. One of these days, you're going to have to get your ass on a wagon and stay Towers and drag your hairy ass down. Jeez. Okay, so we've done two Olympics style discussion topics. First one was the Stool Olympics, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. We followed that up with the Schwartz Olympics with Arnie. Now, let me just tell you, I. I've got nothing else to do in my life, so I've gone back and I've listened to the previous two episodes and I've worked out their gold, silver and bronze tallies, okay? Okay. Stallone and Arnie both have five gold. Stallone's got five silver to Arnie's two. And (laughs) Sly's got eight bronze to Arnie's seven. So Sly's got more medals. Tied on the gold, but... Tied on the gold, but Sly's got four more medals. He's got 18 medals to Arnie's 14. So it'd be interesting to... Fair. That's probably uh, fair. Quite frankly, Sly would have another one. Creed. Creed. He'd Man. have another gold. Well, at the minimum, at the, at the absolute minimum, he'd have a silver. Yeah. You know? No, gold. So you're, you're going Definitely with gold. gold. Okay. We're going to do a pound of bacon. Mm. Right? Unfortunately, the Bake Olympics doesn't really work. No, no. So we decided to go with a pound of bacon. It's still the Olympics. It's still the Olympics. It's named after. Named the... after our pioneering <laughs> athlete, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. But it's the Olympics, colon... A pound of bacon. A pound of bacon, exactly. Okay. Let's start with early bacon. National Lampoon's Animal House. I believe this, I have seen this. 
Yeah. I believe it's a very small role. Yeah. He's... And I think you can't give a medal on that. No, he's... It's like he's part of a relay team. He ran the heat. Yeah, exactly. He ran the heat. 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 He you say so Bolt, Bolt there. <laughs> into, the, into the mix, who's, who yeah, was icing his legs for yeah. a couple of days. Yep. Uh, 79 is in starting over. The role was husband of young couple. So can't, say <laughs> I've, uh, can't say I've tracked that one down. No, I haven't. Hero at large. Again, second teenager. So we can't <laughs> possibly put the guy near. This is regionals, mate. This is absolute regionals. Now, 1980s, Friday the 13th. Mm. Can he get a medal? I think he has to get a medal. You're going to give him a medal? Well, he's got something to hang it on. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, he's got Let to. Let me have tell a you medal. something, mate. If Michael Phelps requires something to hang his medals on, <laughs> he can also talk talk to Bacon. <laughs> I think. Uh, I know we went back and watched that, and it was a little bit disappointing. But I think it's got a. It's got. You're going to give him a bro. It's got a medal. <laughs> Look, I've got to get controversial here, but I can't give the guy a medal for Friday the 13th. I'm going to have to say he's in a final. You maybe... are kidding yourself. It was his first regional final. Yeah, but no. Are you going to try it? Are you going to? I'm saying it's a medal. It's okay. a bronze okay. athlete. Yeah, yeah, bronze bronze. athlete. Okay, you're going to bronze it. All right. Sorry, I'm writing these down, people. Only when I we laugh. We don't want to use the computer and <laughs> stuff. <anymore. laughs> yeah, if I go near the computer, this thing will just immediately go to fucking white noise. <laughs> 1981, only when I laugh, he played Don. Don't know it, don't care to know it. <laughs> you know, it was one of those things where someone said, look, there's this young kid running out at um, the local track meet. He won a bronze last match. <coughs> nah, I'm not interested. <laughs> you should go check him out. Nah, I'm not interested. Diner. From 82. I've seen Diner. I actually own Diner. It's a Barry Levinson one. It's actually a very good movie. Bacon's... He's, yeah, he's a reasonable cast member. I'm not going to give it a medal, though. He's made a final right. with Diner. It's, it's a reasonably solid sort of coming-of-age film. Okay. Forty Deuce. <laughs> um, I think he's dropped a deuce there. He's not going to medal. Yeah, he's dropped a deuce. And yeah, yeah, he hasn't, hasn't come anywhere with that one. Enormous changes at the last minute. But I don't know what that is. And again, again. People were talking about this young track star and I was having none of it. <laughs> Not until 84. 84, I came out to watch. Yeah. Footloose. Footloose. The nation was in rapture. <laughs> Bacon was sizzling it up a treat. Now, what does Footloose get a medal for you? Look. I get the gold medal for you. Oh, yeah, no, said, oh, I'm going to put myself out there. It's a gold medal. Look. I have loved Footloose for years, and I will not shy away from that now. <laughs> I, I'm happy to give it a gold, although I do find it very hard to cop that I'm giving a gold <laughs> to a movie about a fucking town that, <laughs> that outlaws dancing. And it was a serious car crash, and with, dancing was the cause. With Chris Penn, you know, <laughs> in the air and stuff. Come on. But, well, just think about it this way. Anybody that can survive that dance scene in the, the steel mill... And go on to a strong career deserves a goal. True, yeah. To come will, out of that. I will admit that. The little sister, where he played a probation officer in 85. Mm. No, nah, well, look, again, he went from gold to basically, um, he must have got injured, 85. <laughs> 85 must have been an injury. Um, actually, let's say. Sophomore 80, slump. <laughs> there's a sophomore slump, all right, because in 86, 
87. We've got Quicksilver, Whitewater Summer, End of the Line, and a bit part in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Now, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is brilliant, <laughs> but I'm not going to give Kevin Bacon a medal for being for, a cameo. for two minutes. It's the relay again. It's the relay yeah. medal. <laughs> well, it's not even that. He didn't get the medal. He helped them to the yeah. final and then got dropped. Again. So all of them... They are non-places. He no, hasn't no. even looked at finals. Like no. he probably got rissoled in the heat. <laughs> yeah. He well, I wouldn't say he even got to the got to the Olympics in that one. <laughs> Couple of them. She's having a baby. That's a John Hughes, isn't it? Yeah, it's a John Hughes. Mm. I have seen it. It's all right, but it's not a medal, really. Mm. Criminal Law. No. No, you haven't seen it. No. The Big Picture. No. Do we know anything no, about bacon? Because this sounds fucking ridiculous. Look, I've got, I have seen a fair bit of bacon, but it's one of those things that you don't want to, don't want to have in your diet regularly. <laughs> you just want to have a, have a large dose of bacon, yeah. enjoy it, <laughs> and then you leave it. For yeah, a you while. know, I mean, how many people out there go out for bacon and eggs for breakfast every single every morning? single day? Nobody. Exactly. No, no one does that. And it's basically apparent, based on what I've just read off. That I did not eat a lot of bacon from yeah. 78 to, sorry, <laughs> to 89. I well, didn't eat a lot of bacon. Much, you know, the, the way that I react when I see a Kevin Bacon movie, much like bacon, my heart couldn't take it, to be honest. <laughs> if I watched a bacon movie every week, <laughs> I couldn't take it. Okay, 1990 was Tremors. I think that's that's probably a, a silver. I would say... Uh, I would say, in fairness, it's probably a silver. Yeah. I would love to give it a gold. So would I. But so Bacon's 1990s flatliners. Yeah, the Tremors flatliners pair. Mm. Now, flatliners makes no sense. That's the only <laughs> problem with flatliners. It's a good movie in terms of visually, and it's very arresting, and it's very, very interesting idea. So are you saying that, you know, you're watching him run... And his running style <laughs> seems yeah. odd to you. It, it but makes it got me wonder how he became a sprinter. <laughs> did it get results? It didn't get enough results. Didn't he was in a final. Results. He was in a final. He, he probably ended up fourth, fifth or sixth. He finished fourth running backwards. Yeah. Or <laughs> <laughs> doing fucking, he was doing um, front flips. Okay, Pirates in 91. That was uh, with his wife. I saw that late night on, on telly. <laughs> it was shit. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Queen's Logic. No, I haven't seen it. He said, she said. No. Nah. 91 was a bad year. <laughs> I think he took sabbatical in 91 because Pirates, Queen's Logic, and he said, she said. That does not make for good reading. That's and like, yeah. That's I like would have re- sworn off making yeah, it. <laughs> that's retiring to pursue other interests. <laughs> Hang on. The end of 91, though. JFK. Mm. JFK, look, I'm going straight out and limb. JFK's a gold. Yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, it's and there's another one where he's got movie. a smallish role because there's so many people. But he does it. play a, an important part. He does. And he does a very good job. And with he it. just shows, starts showing a bit of range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he stopped just being crisp, just, just bacon that's just cooked to death. Yeah, he didn't turn up in, <laughs> he didn't turn up in JFK like strutting in a dance move or anything like that. And with the flick and the long hair, he was, you know, he was yeah. starting to show something here. That he could, yeah, he could, he could be it more up. of a... I think this might have been the turn. The turning point. From ca- um, from Bacon, teen heartthrob, to Bacon, serious character actor. Right. Right. A little vicious. He was a narrator, so I think that might have been a docker. Now, 92, I think he's gone with back-to-back goals here, Jared. <laughs> a few good men. Yeah? Yeah. 
happy with that. Oh, a few good men's fantastic. I reckon it's great. It's one of the one of it's definitely one of Tom Cruise's best movies, but it's also a big bacon winner. Mm. And he has a decent role in that. Meaty. Up 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 against some heavyweights. You know, he's in there with heavyweights there. Mm. And yeah, you know, like he's in the final with Usain. It's the beast. It's like a continental breakfast, mate. Yeah. <laughs> no, full breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Continental's just the toast and fruit, isn't it? <laughs> he might be the fruit and cream, Jared. <laughs> okay, he, he took two years off. I mean, being, winning a gold against the best of the best and eating a full breakfast and being involved in a full <laughs> breakfast, he took two years off and came back with the air up there. <laughs> Jared, why <laughs> after two years off? Why wouldn't the air up there entice you out of retirement? You love your basketball. Jimmy Dole and Shaking Bacon. And how does... Where? <laughs> oh, I liked it when I was a kid. Not great. Okay, so does it, Probably fall, does it, it fall somewhere between Hoop Dreams and <laughs> Heaven is a Playground? <laughs> Where does it fall? Uh, More towards Heaven is a Playground. It's probably down towards Heaven is a Playground. <laughs> okay. Not quite down there, but... Okay, the River Wild... Uh, again, he got involved with a full breakfast there. Yeah, that <laughs> was again Streep and Co. Yeah, it was a, it was a heavy hitter, and he's been he's been a bad guy. Yes, I think look, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember enjoying it. Yeah. I think it could be a bronze. Yeah, maybe but because a it's bacon coated with something <laughs> with um, shit. <laughs> it's nasty bacon. <laughs> it's off bacon. <laughs> it's bacon past its use by date. <laughs> God. We should stop these jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we're laughing at him. So. Okay, uh, 94, he then went to 95, Murder in the First. I believe this I is actually, good. I've seen this movie. Christian Slater. I've seen this movie about Gary Oldman. six times. Uh, oh, you I, fell asleep by night? No, no, no. no, no. I, just, I don't know why. I just happened to see it. I think <laughs> this is going to sound ridiculous, but I think a couple of the times might be because my dad... Tends to get movies mixed up, so he forgot he'd seen it. No, he thought it was murder in the second. <laughs> he literally forgot if he'd seen it or not, so he hired it about three times. And you watched it every time. <laughs> you were not obliged to watch it every time, did you? Know, but that was back when you know you, you're putting your six dollars towards one movie. You so better you had the one movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. You had to. You, it was a bit hired. Yeah, I think it propped up a couple of times on TV again, and I just I think through it. That was Bacon, kind of semi award. Pushing for awards, yeah, Bacon. I think it was. He was he kind of like a um, pretty strong effort. He does. Yeah. He does. He anchors a relay there. Yeah, I think it's pretty strong. And again, semi-full breakfast because you, you had guys like Gary Oldman in it. Yeah. So, you know, he was, he was playing with the big boys again. Are you including Slater in a full breakfast? No. <laughs> He's, uh, lucky to, he's, he's a lucky sausage. To, <laughs> he's lucky to be the, the little jar of jam. No, no, no. Slater's that, that fucking overcooked little patty you get, the sausage patty. He's, he's part of that. I don't know if Murder in the First can get a... I a think meal. it's got a medal. Well, possibly a bronze. <laughs> he was good. Okay. Apollo 13. Good. Gold? Yeah. Yeah. 13th I haven't seen it in a few years, but I remember really It's very well. good, yeah. Balto. Um, uh, Bacon's first foray into animation. Mm. Uh, it was a Disney. Yeah. It was, it was pre- I don't remember. Like it's it's very forgettable. Yeah. 
Nothing there. Sleepers. I absolutely hate this movie. I hate it. <laughs> okay. like, I really do. I think it's shit. Because of the, the, the shit you got to swallow, um, that they basically doctor up a, a, a court case. Yeah. It's so hard to swallow. But Bacon's really, really good as a scumbag. Like, he... he, he this is the next step from his um, his uh, River Wild performance. Mm. He takes it up another notch. He's a really nasty bastard in this. Right. I just... Oh, I hate the movie so much, I can't give him a medal. Yeah. I mean, Bacon's probably not happy about it. I don't it, think so I apologise, Kevin, but the movie sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I apologise. That's right. one of those movies that I just can't... You fucking disqualified him. <laughs> oh, Shit. I saw the um the lineup of runners and nah, we're not even going ahead with this hundred. Uh, destination anywhere? Is that the Oh no, pitch perfect. Picture perfect, sorry. Jared, over to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that. <laughs> Should we uh, change your voice so yeah, we've spoken to an unknown person who's seen this. <laughs> so you're the one. <laughs> Yeah, that's me. A Jennifer Aniston picture. Yeah. Uh, Bacon was slumming by then. Yeah, it's not. Maybe he was looking for lighter fare after being a basically a dirty. It's a paycheck, mate. Yeah. It's, it's a paycheck film. Yeah, I mean, he'd he's been still a, a bit of a scumbag. He's, he's been a nasty rapist in Sleepers, and he probably no, wanted something not a quite. Bit. Yeah, he wants a little something a little bit lighter. Yeah, I think he wanted to go a little lighter. You can't say it's worth it. I cannot say no. Yeah, he bundled out in the heat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Um. Destination Anywhere. Is mm. that the Bon Jovi thing? The accompanying yeah. short film or whatever. Could be. It's got famous friends. <laughs> Immediate metal. <laughs> <laughs> no? Yeah, if he's rocking out the sort of the tremors hair, it could have been one of those things where some lady taps him on the shoulder thinking he's John Bond and he turns around and flicks his hair and it's not. <laughs> oh, sorry, the tight jeans and the hair. I thought, I thought you were John Bon Jovi. No, um, no, he's over there. <laughs> Yeah, cuts to him. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> He's in skin tight pants. <laughs> no, I don't think we can give him anything for Destination no. Anywhere because it's a short film. It's of part not. of it. It's, I think it's like a film clip. Um, telling Couldn't lies in America. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, Digging to China. I have seen it. Okay, Jared, please. <laughs> Why have you seen all the weird sort of ones that, you know? Oh, Ding to China. I mean, I, I never, didn't even know he was in it until you started talking about it. Okay, Ding to China. Well, uh... Is this Bacon's radio? <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, anyone who doesn't know what radio is, which is probably most people, Cooper Gooding Jr., I believe, was yes, in radio. Yes, it was. Um, yes, it was, a, it was a sort of an Oscar, another Oscar attempt. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to crudely go into it no, as I'm Robert Downey Jr. does in Tropic Thunder, <laughs> but that's the sort of fear we're talking about. <laughs> now is and Bacon going is, down that same Daddy Junior? That's what he's gone gone down in with digging. Uh, is he? Yeah. Oh no, no. Um, again, look, he's okay, but yeah. it just—I it, oh, don't know. It's not a—it's not a good movie. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Wild things. Another uh, the return of Bacon's cock. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing about this one is Bacon decided to go oh natural in this one. He yeah. didn't decide to cover it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't this one was all hot. Yeah. Because there was all the stuff about um, Nev Campbell and uh, Denise Richards in a threesome and all this sort of stuff, and that's how they basically marketed the movie. They did, and it, 
and it probably made from, some money because of that. It's one of those ones too. It was it was aimed at a particular audience, and that was sort of you know teenage <laughs> teenage to early twenties males. <laughs> sure, it wasn't aimed towards the bloody trench game brigade. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those sort of characters. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> But it's one of those ones that sort of I watched it when I was in that sort of teen horror phase. It just sort of slipped into that realm because it came when it marketed itself. It goes, okay, here's a couple of young ladies. Oh, they look, they're kissing each other. Oh, but we've got a bit of a twist here that involves murder and now, this sort now of stuff, Darren, so. is it possible that at the time this came out, you were probably under eighteen, so you couldn't get any stick films? No. <laughs> yeah, that this Jesus. had something a little bit. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just asking a question. As I said, teen horror phase. I was not so upset this... <laughs> when I saw the, I was not particularly upset when I saw the contained a little bit of that sort of fare. Okay, good. And how does it rate? No. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Matt Dillon. No. No. He was better in something about Mary. Yeah, he was <laughs> something about Mary. Stir of Echoes. I've got I'm a lot of time gold for, this. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. I actually, uh, I personally, I think if you go back and watch it and uh, Sixth Sense head to head, this I is think the better you'll movie. find that this is the better movie. It is. It's just that the Sixth Sense was first, I think, and I think the ending of Sixth Sense is, yeah, it really grips you. It grabs yeah, you. the ending was, you know, the, the <laughs> whole experience of copying that ending. Yeah, was it changed the sort of the view of the movie? But I think you'll find the stir of echoes. Oh, I can't remember whether it was filmed first or it got held back and Sixth Sense jumped it. But basically, they have similar. It um, suffered by getting yes that delay. And yeah, you know, as a mate of mine said about Sixth Sense, he said until the ending, the movie's it pretty average because you don't yeah. really know how it all ties together, and then yeah, the ending exactly. hits, and you realise how it all comes together. And if you want to go back and watch it, it's really yeah. It's, it's the second watch is better because you're able to find the pieces. And... I actually think the second watch is worse. Yeah, because that's where you start thinking it would he, he would have known. Yeah, yeah. How did, known. how did he sit at a restaurant and talk to his wife and? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like how did I miss it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think overall, I actually think Stir of Echoes is a better movie. Yeah. That's not to say, I actually, really, <laughs> I still really like The Sixth Sense. No, but. I think we had a discussion about going off on a slight tangent, but that Shyamalan's best movie was actually Unbreakable. Yeah, definitely. Sixth Sense. Yeah, I think so. Unbreakable was a better film just all around. Mm. Okay, uh, we married Mar- oh, my dog Skip. Mm, no. No. It would have been a sort of children's affair. I haven't seen Dogs. it. It's got a dog in it. Yeah. Not a talking dog. <laughs> so he missed out. We married Margot, playing himself. No. Hollow Man. Doesn't rate. Doesn't rate. Again, Bacon going for sort of this. It's not digging to China material, mm. but it's Bacon going to becoming ham. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon sitting there in the fridge for months and months and months, congealing and becoming ham. That's what Hollow Man was. Hollow because Man was another one of these where uh, I think you and me both saw the preview and thought, Bacon, Invisible Man, this is going to be awesome. And then we went to the movies and it wasn't. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven was involved, wasn't he? Yeah. So there was plenty of violence. <laughs> okay, Nova Kane. Haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it either. Trapped. I have seen that. Long mm. late at night. Has Charlize Theron and Courtney Love. It's some sort of 
sexy thriller. It's trash. It's oh, terrible. Every time you say late at night now, I think boxing later. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came in the period of those sorts of movies, you know, where everyone was trying to make pot-boiling sort of thrillers yeah. and, and, and with twisty sort of storylines that had a bit of sex and stuff in it, and it was just awful. Now, Mystic River, 2003. Gem. I think it is a gem. Bacon was unceremoniously missed out on an Oscar nom. Mm. Everyone else seemed to get one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what happens, mate. You know, you get the unhealthy foods get overlooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pe- Sean Penn was apples. Um, uh, Tim Robbins was bananas. And then someone goes, bacon? Oh, shit, we can't eat that. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a bad rep. <laughs> Yeah, he's got a bad rep for hardy arteries, <laughs> so he was he missed out. And I thought <laughs> hardening his own arteries. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he was unceremoniously not given at least a norm. He was very yeah. very good. In I think this. that's a gold for sure. And I think it's either a gold or a silver. Gold, gold. Bacon might have just headed. Well, did you want to give that silver because it's a uh, more of an ensemble effort? No, no as a movie. It's a very, very good movie. Yeah. So I think we can probably stick with gold. In the Cut. Oh, yeah. that was another sex flick, wasn't it, with Meg Ryan? <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Come on, mate. Oh, no, don't don't, don't was, give me the old, I don't know anything about it. I don't. I haven't seen <laughs> I it. I don't know anything about it. I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. You told me Meg Ryan's a gold, <laughs> I want to see it. <laughs> well, look, I believe it was when she sort of tried to get away from the, the rom-com stuff. Mate, got right. rude. Okay. I don't know. You believe? I believe. You seem to know more about it. <laughs> Look, mate. I haven't I seen I haven't it. seen it. Uh, imagine New York. I think that's a tourist video or something. I don't think it's actually a movie. The Woodsman. Have you seen that? I have. Bloody good. Yeah, really Really good. enjoyed that. That's a silver yeah. for me. And yeah. it's funny because it's not the best material. In terms of it's dark and very, yeah. very uncomfortable. But Bacon's phenomenal. In it. I actually think it's a really, really good movie. Yeah. Really good. Are you looking to go for a bronze? Are you pushing for a silver? Uh, oh, look. I'm You're pushing for gold to, here. I'm probably happy to go for a, for a silver, but I wouldn't be arguing a gold. See, either. I'd have been very happy if Bacon had got an Oscar nomination for that as well. Yeah. I thought he was really, really good in it. Cave Dweller? Mm, I haven't seen it. Missed it. Lover Boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Beauty Shop? No. I believe he rocks around with a phony tail. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, one of those fake sort of, you know, ugly looking ponytails. Yeah. And he's supposed to be like the villain. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't I seen don't. It. I haven't seen it either. Where the Truth Lies? I heard that's all right. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, I've but gone I right off either. bacon at this we point. We have, yeah. I've, I've, I've gone vegetarian. No, yeah. <laughs> I've gone right off the bacon. <laughs> Death Sentence. No. I've seen that. That's uh, the James Wan. It's kind of like um, Death Wish. Bacon's good, but it's not a very good movie. Okay. Rails and Ties. No. No. Saving Angelo. <laughs> Oh, shit, I had basically I'd all but given up on bacon <laughs> yeah. by 2007, 2008 because then he had the air that I breathe. Frost Nixon, which I hear is good, but I haven't seen it. Yeah. The Magic Seven. I haven't seen it. One, one and only. 
Nah. Super? Nah. Elephant White? Nah. We had gone... We, honestly, we've gone five oh, years. Right, this. This, is, this is one of my favourite actors, and I didn't see any one of those. Okay. X-Men. Four choices, Kevin. X-Men First Class? Yeah, I have seen that. Yes, that where's that sit for you? Bacon's oh, also the villain. It's a silver? I really liked First Class. Yeah, it was good. I have yet to see it, but I know it's good. Oh, okay. Everyone's told me it's very good. And to get, I need to get back into the X Men in the new, the new ones they've done. Yeah, well, you need to check that one out, and then the uh, the one that crossed them over. What was that one? The uh, oh, geez, Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. So you um, get the old, you get the olds and the news. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love. I'm going to sneak that, sneak that in for a silver. Yeah, I enjoyed I that, that a lot. That was ads. really good. Yeah, and he was, he was kind of uh, placed in that role where Steve Carell was kind of cringing every time he heard his name. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. R.I.P.D. Not good. Not good. Not. Good. Is that possibly the sort of thing that basically turns you into a vegan? Yeah, pretty much. Gets you away from bacon forever. Yeah. Yep. It's. Uh, I didn't so much mind the idea. I thought the idea was, was pretty good, but it comes off as like a cut-rate men in black. It's really ordinary. Uh, the last couple I have not seen, they're, they're new. Cop Car, Black Mass, and The Darkness. No, I haven't seen them. Black Mass, Gibbo was reasonably high on Black Mass. He said mm. it was reasonably good. The Darkness, I saw the trailer for that. It's another one of them Blumhouse yep. ones. Uh, and it looked okay. Yep. Uh, okay, let's let's the let's bacon go. Bacon the bacon. Let, yeah, look, I'll eat some bacon. Yeah. Um, in Check the coming, the coming, yeah, months. Okay. I'll eat a bit of bacon. Now let's let's go to the tape. Okay. He's really a a wild card because there's not a whole lot of action or horror three, in there. Four, Just a little bit. Five, six, six gold for six. bacon. Six gold. Four silver, three bronze. So he's somehow topped the gold. A total of 13 medals, but he's topped the gold. Well, if we retro, retrospectively, not retro, what do you call it, retroactively or whatever it is, add a gold for Creed. Him and Sly are still in there. Unfortunately, Arnie probably hasn't added anything lately. No, no. Not for Terminator. Definitely not for Sabotage. Definitely not for Sabotage. I Maggie, started, he I started might have... watching Maggie. I've got to say, I've seen half an hour and it's quite boring. So it is I'm... a bit boring. Um, it is a better performance, but I yeah. don't think it's middle worth it. No. Um, so really, Arnie's probably off the pace. Yeah. But Bacon's got less medals. Bacon's got less medals overall. Poor choices, considering how many races <laughs> he's run. <laughs> uh, and... His opportunity to work in full breakfast, because <laughs> let's face it, Stallone and Schwarzenegger were out on their own. They were not in full breakfast. Yeah, well, I think he's probably won more relay medals than those guys. <laughs> yeah. Relay golds. They've won on individual events. Yes. Whereas Bacon's been a ruler in his whole career. All right, that was a pound of bacon. Let's take one last break and then come back and let everyone know what we're going to cover next episode.
Gibbo's returned from his um, overseas trip, was it? Mm. So we're actually going to leave it in his hands the next episode. His choice. He's been pretty good recently. He's picked a couple of winners. So I'm happy to. Uh, I'm hoping that he will come up with something again in the nineties. We we're in. We we're in a pretty good spot there with the Rock last time. So hopefully, fingers crossed, something quality. Yeah. Not pieces or anything like that. No, actually. no. <clears throat> Although I think it's he's, he's starting to get a bit sort of comfortable and happy. So we better drop him. <laughs> drop him back amongst the. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we might just have to throw him into the muck again for a, for a quick, uh, quick yeah. dip. Gibbo angry is always fairly It's always easy, great. So. It's good fun. Uh, look, thanks everyone for listening. If you want to contact us, uh, send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or on Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com. Until next episode, take it easy and we'll catch up with you later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.